Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Fire, 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 I command them to the abyss. Say, God Almighty, you are holy. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are glorious. You are God of Abraham. You are God of God of Isaac. God of Jacob. I worship you. I adore you. I love you so much. I surrender to you. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my savior. You are my savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. Counselor. Counselor. Mighty God. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. I love you so much. I love you so much. Say wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful Holy Ghost. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I open my heart. Teach me your word. Teach me your word. Reveal to me. Your divine revelations. Your divine revelations. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three comes together in my name, Jesus Christ said that there I am in their midst. Also this evening, know that yes, you are. we are in the presence of God. We are in the glory of the Lord. Jesus Christ is here. The Holy Ghost is here. 
God Almighty is here. We are in the presence of God. You know, I just wanted to say this tonight. Um, you know, you cannot pray like this. And you cannot spend your time like this. And uh, God does not want to use you. Most of the time, when you find yourself praying the way that you are praying, the way we are praying, studying the word that you are studying, or that you are studying, is because the call of God is on your life. It is because God has called you to do so. And the Spirit of God is enabling you to do so. There are certain things that an ordinary person cannot do. An ordinary person cannot do, cannot, cannot pray that way. They will pray for five minutes and they keep quiet and they say, hey, you know, there are some people who, who even leave some of the group and, and you know what is their excuse. They go like, those people are praying too much. They are praying too much. That's why I can't stand the prayer. It's too much prayer. It's because there is no, maybe there's no call on that person's life. That's why there's no edge for the things of God. To some, they say, oh, no, we're leaving that group, you know, the problem, they, there's a word of God too much there. Word of God, word of God. Some, they say, hey, you know, they are fasting too much. <laughs> you know, they say, they are fasting too much. You know, hey, after this fasting, it's another fasting, another fasting. Hey, some, they say that, hey, those people, services, services in the morning, Service in the afternoon, service in the evening, service in the eve in the midnight. Imagine who can do that. When you hear somebody talking like that, know that there's no call on their life. There's no call of God in their life. That's why they can't stand this kind of lifestyle. But when there is a call of God on somebody's life, they feel like more of prayer. They even feel like maybe this is not yet. They still feel like, can we pray more? Can we can we be fasting more? Can we can we be studying the word of God more? Because this thing, it is no longer you who need it. It's no longer you who want to do it. It is God in you and the Holy Ghost in you, giving you the desire and pushing you to do it. Pushing you to do it. Some of us, you know, when we have, uh, when we have, uh, when we are, because usually. In a normal day, if I start, if I, if, if possible, if I start my prayer, my prayer for this service, I don't start praying at half past. Usually I'm starting by 20 past five, I'm ready in prayer, some of us. If I'm starting praying at six, I feel like I'm late already. I mean six, when the service is starting at half past six. I can't, I feel like I'm late. I feel like I'm late, I should have started earlier. To some of us, this thing is in us. To some of us. But you know what this is all about? It's a call of God in our lives. It's a call of God in our life. When there's a call of God in your life, you have been called to do certain activities for God. You have been called. When God calls you to do certain activities for him, he gives you the edge from within. He gives you the edge from within. That when you do what God wants you to do, you feel fulfilled. When you don't do it, you can't feel okay. 
I can't imagine not being in one of these services. I can't imagine. You know, I know some of the Fridays, sometimes I'm flying uh, out from here, flying into Joe to, to Joburg. Then when I'm flying in that day because of the time of the flight, you find that it's clutching with the time of the service. Sometimes I'm not going to be, I'm not able to be vocal like this, but I'm able to listen sometimes. But if sometimes, you know, I'm in the plane, sometimes yes, I will try to pray in the plane, but it's not, but I don't want that kind of a thing. I want to be there. I want to be there. That's where I long to be. And when I miss it like that, I feel like, oh, even the day, let's say during the day, maybe I've got a meeting. My schedule is tight. I've got meetings sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I'm running the, the interviews for, for, the, for this engineering council of South Africa. I'm running. I've got candidates. I can't attend the service because I'm running the interview. I mean, even the, 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 the follow-up service. and the, Even just to listen on the midday, midday 12, midday service. I can't. Then, and there, it's not that I don't want to attend that service. I want to be there. But if I don't attend that service, I feel like something is missing on me. I feel like something is missing because I'm so attached to this lifestyle of being in the presence of God. You know, some of us, when we started these things, when we started to do these things, uh, you know, some people, they thought we were crazy. We were crazy because I didn't start this now. We didn't, some, we didn't start these things now. We started these things long time ago. Long time ago. I will be having the service just in, a, in, my, in my house. Sometimes it's just two of us. There was not even the live service back in the days when you're having these prayer service sessions. It was just two of us and we pray for hours and we teach the word of God for two of us. Two of us. Then that's why some of the people, when they, they saw us, they would say, why, where is this person coming from? We never see him in this church. We never see him on that church. Where have, you been, where have they been growing? Where have been they spending the time of God, the time in the presence of God? Can't you know? <laughs> it was a lifestyle. Sometimes we are doing this fasting, just two, two of us. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Because this thing must be in you. It's a lifestyle. It is not a, it's not, listen to me, it's not a church thing. It's not a church thing. It's a lifestyle. It, it must be a personal lifestyle. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then by developing this prayer life, this system, we are, we are creating a man of God in you. A woman of God in you. You can't pray like this and you're not a woman of God. You can't, you can't do these things and you're not a man of God. It's impossible. It is impossible. And then when we see some of the people, you know, when you're doing these exercises, we're trying to see those who God have called. We're trying to see God, those of God. Those who are called by God, they will speak. But those who are not called by God, they won't tolerate this. To those who the call of God is on, they will stick to those prayer. When you are saying like tomorrow, we are starting with our 10 days prayer and fasting. Tomorrow we are studying. They will stick. Tomorrow we, are, we have got intense prayer. 
Those who are called by God, they will stick. Those there's no call of God, they will feel like it's not important. Don't worry about it. This is how it is. The Bible said that many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, few are chosen. When I'm talking about this, you know, I remember, I remember the Bible talks about Gideon. The Bible said that God gave a, a call to Gideon to do a certain work of God. When God called Gideon, the Bible said that Gideon, when the angel of God appeared to Gideon, the angel of God said to Gideon, Oh, man of valor, man of valor. Just, you know, the Bible said that Gideon used to think he was the least in his family. He's the least from the least tribe. But God, when God looked at Gideon, he did not see someone small, but Gideon think that, oh, he's small. He's come from the least tribe. But uh, God was seeing something big that Gideon is going to do. God was seeing something big that Gideon is going to do. And the Bible said that one of the time, when the time has arrived, God said that, okay, unto Gideon, Gideon, um, you are about to fight, go choose yourself an army to go and fight with. Choose yourself a what? An army to go and fight with. And the Bible says that Gideon, there were about 20,000 men who were with Gideon. 20,000 men. God said that they are too many. God said that you are too many. The way you are, you are too many. You are too many. I don't want many people to win this war. Otherwise, you will think it was not because of God. It was because how many you were. Amen. And the Bible says that, uh, you see, when I, what I'm quoting is for, found in the book of Judges chapter 6. Let us just read verse number 12. The Bible says that when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, the Lord said, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. If the Lord is with us, why all this is happening to us? Where are all the wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said that did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and has given us into the hands of the Midian. The Lord turned to him and said that go in the strength that you have save Israel in the hands of the Midian. And the Bible says, verse number 15, Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, But how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Hallelujah. Yeah. You are hearing about, we are hearing about the call of Gideon. God is saying that Gideon, you have got, a, I've got an assignment to destroy the clan of the, uh, the, the Amalekites, uh, the Midianites. But the Bible said that Gideon mm -hmm. is that is the least. And God says that I will go with you. And the Bible says when you go later, you will hear that there were about 20,000 soldiers who were going to war with Gideon. And uh, God said that, uh, Gideon, you are too many. Go to the river. 
As you pass through the river, those who are going to drink the water like dogs, those that are the soldiers that you are supposed to go with. Out of 20,000, the people who were drinking water like dogs were only 300. And so, yes, now the 300, these are the, the army that qualify to go and destroy the Midianites. The rest, let them go back. I don't want them. And the Bible said that indeed, only 300 went with Gideon. And miraculously, God gave Gideon miraculous, wonderful victory. I'm trying to say, child of God, you are, where you are, you are called. If you find yourself praying like the way you are praying, you are called. It's only by the call of God. It is only God who can call you and give you the ability the way you are, the way you are praying. It's only the call of God that can give you the ability to fast the way you are supposed to, the way we will be fasting. It is only God who can call you call you in order to listen and to study the word of god the way we are doing not by flesh you know in from the beginning from the beginning uh even when we became a ministry it became so clear to me that you know not everybody anyone who comes close it is only by the call of god Nobody can stick close to me, but they're not if not by the call, the call of God. Nobody. Amen. Nobody. It is just the truth. I don't want to say much, but I can tell you the truth. In the ministry, um, you it doesn't matter whether you, I, I call somebody because they are my relative. They won't stick because nobody sticks on this ministry because they say he's my cousin. Nobody does that in this ministry. From the beginning, we have tried it. It doesn't stick like that. Only those who God have touched their hearts and put something in them or he have got something for them by what? By the call of God. Then the, when I see you praying the way you do, God told me that, yes, you, you have got a call of God in your life. You know, so don't wait until I say, hey, well, Lazarus, God is going to use you. God is using you. No, he's already using you. Meet like God is already using you. Amen. Since if everyone, to mention the names, I will be just mentioning. Mom, <laughs> you can't be here if not by the, by, the, by the call of God in your life. It is by the call of God. Then when I see those kind of people, I know that there is a call of God which is so strong in their life. Amen. We walk with God because of what? Of the call of God. That's how we walk with God. Otherwise, if it was not because of the call of God, we would have stopped long time ago. The Bible says that, you know, when Jesus Christ have died, when Jesus Christ have resurrected, when Jesus Christ have went to heaven. The Bible said one day, Peter and John were going to the house of God to pray. As when they were going to the house of God to pray, uh, the Bible says that uh, as they were on their way there to pray in the, in the gate called Beautiful, 
there was a certain man who was a who was crippled from birth and due to that he was crippled he used to live by begging he was a beggar but the bible said that when peter saw him his heart was touched as his heart was touched the bible said that he said he said that um, silver and gold have I none. As he was asking for money from Peter and John. And said, so such as I have, I give unto you. Rise up and walk. And the Bible said that the man who was crippled at the gate, uh, gate called Beautiful. He could not walk up, stand up and walk immediately, but he helped him with the hand and began to jump up and begin to walk and begin to dance and he was healed. And that miracle, the Bible, that many people gave their life to Jesus Christ with the first message about two to three thousand gave their life to Christ. The host, that was the beginning of the great revival. One of the great revival in the book of Acts. And the Bible says that due to that, they begin to arrest Peter. Say that Peter and John, you don't have to speak in the name of Jesus Christ. As that has happened. They had a meeting, these were the leaders, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. As they were having the meeting, the Bible says that, as they were having a meeting, the Bible says that they were trying to stop them. One of the men by the name of Galileal says that, no, you must not stop them. If it is God, you will be fighting, only finding yourself fighting with God. You won't be able to stop them. But if these things is by their own doing, they are going to stop. They are going to keep quiet. If it is by their own effort, they're going to stop. It is by their own doing, they're going to stop. Don't disturb them. This, before, there were another group of people who were following certain men. Sooner or later, they keep quiet. But if it is God, you won't be able to stop them. I'm trying to say, child of God, the things of God, nobody can stop it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. If there is a call of God in your life, nobody can stop you. Not even a demon can stop you. Not even a witch can stop you. Not even a sickness can stop you. If you have got a real call of God in your life, you are unstoppable, no matter who tries. Because anyone who will be trying to stop you, they will be only trying to stop God. Because when you've got a call of God in your life, it's like it's God himself having a certain mission to do certain things. Then anyone who begins to be trying to be against you is not really against you. Begin to be against God if there is a call of God in your life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. If there is a call of God in your life, nobody can stop you. Nothing can stop you. That's why the Bible said that. Jesus said that unto Peter. Peter, on Peter, on this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not overcome it. Jesus said to Peter, Peter, on this rock in you. Hey, after his death, after his resurrection, Jesus said, I will build my church and Satan will not overcome you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Remember, you are the church. Then Jesus Christ had said that he was in a mission to build a church in you. 
a church in you and me. A church in you. Remember, you are the church. Amen. In such a way that be, before he, he, he made you to be who you are, before he make you to be a Christian, to be a church, Jesus has already said, he said that, hey, as he made you to be a church, as he make you to be a church, no demon will overcome you. No tokolos will overcome you. No witch can overcome you. Nobody will ever, able, ever, nothing will ever be able to stop us. As a child of God, you are unstoppable. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Nobody can stop you. No witch can stop you. No demon can stop us. Nothing can stop us because, hey, there is a call of God in our life. It is, it is not us. It is God in a mission. It's a God, it's God who wants to accomplish certain things. Anyone who will try to be against you, to be against us, they will find themselves against Jehovah. And the Bible says that, you know, when Jesus Christ was talking about saying that, he talked about the rock. So that anyone, this rock, if it falls unto, shall grind him to powder. Anyone and anything that falls unto this rock, it will be broken to pieces. It will be broken to pieces. He's talking about the church of Jesus Christ. He's talking about what God has started in you. What God has started in us. Anyone, the Bible says that this rocket will fall or fall and it will grind them to powder. Anything fall unto, it shall break unto pieces. Why? From the beginning, our master has made us to be more than the conqueror, to be more than victorious, to be dangerous to danger. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. In the making yeah. of us and killing you and giving us a mission and accomplishing what you want to accomplish, he said in the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse number 19. Let us read from verse number 8 in the Bible. He replied, I saw Satan fall like a lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Nothing will nothing will harm you. This is what Jesus Christ has said. Because in you there is God in a mission to accomplish certain things in your family. To accomplish certain things in in your country, to accomplish certain things all over the world. But he, in order to do that, he have called us. He have called us. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Say, I am called. I am called to serve Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Certain people there, they say that they are called to be a Sangoma. You see, this person is very, very beautiful. 
sometimes this person when is very very beautiful it's even an actor maybe in the in the national television people admire this person so now later the demons go and attack this person attack this person and they go they say that ah they submit to those demons and they say that hey they are sangomas they are going to save demons but our call is different our call is different we are not called by demons we are called by the holy ghost we are called by god almighty uh, i don't know whether you are getting what i'm saying i say we are called by what by god almighty we are called by jesus christ the son of the living god you are called by alpha and omega that's why the bible says that in, you hear about a man like apostle paul saying in the book of galatians chapter one the bible verse number one paul an apostle sent not from men not by men but by jesus christ and god the father raised who raised him from the dead apostle paul said he is called and the one who have called him it was papa god it was jesus christ also our calling is the same the one who have called you is papa god i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying you are called you are set apart you are called in this generation you are called in our days to live for god you are called to 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 pray the way you're about to pray you are called to be the child of god you are called to serve god in our days god want to do great things in our days through you you may not be aware that what your prayers are doing. You may not be aware. You may not be aware. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You may not be aware what your prayers are doing, what your fasting is. You may not be aware, but I can tell you, child of God, you are called. You are not ordinary. You are set apart. You are called. Amen. Hallelujah. I love the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about in the book of James chapter 5, verse number 17. The Bible says that Elijah was a human being, even as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it will not rain and it did not rain in the land for three and a half years. The Bible is telling you about one of the men of God who was called just, and the Bible doesn't say Elijah was special. The Bible said that he was a human being just as we are. I could even tell you that Elijah was not even born again. You are born again. He was not a human being as we are. You are great. Remember, you are coming from the new covenant that came through Jesus Christ, which in the based on the covenant, covenant 
you are coming from the greater base than that of Elijah. But the Bible says, Elijah in the old covenant, in the old call, this man of God, the Bible doesn't say that he had a thousand others. The Bible doesn't say there was, a, there was a thousand. He was one man of God who lived a certain life for God, who prayed in a certain way, who dedicated his life for God. After dedicating his life for God, the Bible said, this man of God, he prayed earnestly. As he prayed earnestly, and the Bible said, it did not rain for three and a half years. The Bible doesn't say when, when many, many believers pray, one man of God prayed, could not rain for three and a half years. One man, he shut up heaven. One man. Oh, even when he got, hey, verse number eight in the Bible says, and again he prayed. He prayed and heavens gave rain and the earth produced crops. A call on one man. A call on one man of God. Someone who submitted to this holy call that we're talking about. He prayed in something like this happened. That's what I'm saying, child of God, you alone, you are called. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You are what? You are called. You are loaded with power. You are loaded with anointing. We are loaded. We are not empty. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We are not empty. We are loaded with power that in our generation, God wants to do great things. Then you hear what Elijah did in his time. One man with a call on his God. He did, he, he did remarkable things with no many, many others, alone by prayer. Alone he prayed, could close heaven and he can open heaven. One man. Child of God, you are called. And uh, like I told you, one of the things this call will do, yes, it will shift things in your life. It will shift things in your family. It will shift things in your village. It will shift things in your country. It is shifting things in our continent. It, the prayers or our prayers are affecting the whole world. Whether you believe it or not, but it, I can tell you it is happening. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. By prayer, we have accomplished so much. Uh, we have accomplished so much. Then that's why, you know, as a child of God, you know, as you're walking, allowing this call, allowing this call to take over your life, to take over your life, nurturing this call of God becoming a lifestyle, becoming a habit. Hey, sub, hey, hey, you will end up accomplishing much, doing much through your God, doing much Amen. through your prayers. Amen. Through your prayers. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. People may not be aware of it. Don't worry about people. We are not doing this for people. We are doing this for what? For God. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. 
We are not doing this. Is not doing this already. Hey, I want people to see my call. Uh -uh. Don't worry about it. Be big, be strong, yet nobody knows about it. And be dangerous, and yet nobody knows about it. They think you are an ordinary person, but you are not. In the spiritual realm, you have become a principality. Hallelujah. You are a principality. They look at you physically, they think you are a nobody. That's how Jesus was. Do you think the reason why they could, these this Pharisees and the teachers of the law could oppose him publicly? When you look at him physically, you might think this is the Lord. No, you could not think this is Jesus. That, that was the reason why they look at him physically. They thought, ah, ah. We thought he was going to be too big with a big body. But because the Lord was fasting, he was not having a big, big body. That's why they begin to argue with him. They are, you are not the son of God. They try to kill him because they think he's not. But that was the Lord in the flesh. Amen. And also child of God. Amen. Be too big. Hey, be, sometimes by this time you are too anointed. They don't know you are walking. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You are too you are too loaded. The witches on the witches on your village they know about that you are anointed. Sometimes yes, the, the witches they understand this that you are too anointed. By now they know. Those in your province in your country they know that what your prayers are doing. Don't worry, they know you in the spirit. They know you in the spirit. And you are too big, they think you are nobody, yes. But based on this kind of life, hey, it's impossible. In the spirit, you are too big. You have become a principality. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why this kind of a call and this kind of, is not for everybody. It's not. It's not for everybody. Amen. When you find somebody who can do it, yes, they are not called. Let them go. Let, until such time they've got, they are called, they will understand what you are doing. But other, before that, we are not trying for them to understand. We don't. We are not. Amen. Only those who are called to change things in their family. We are not trying to talk talking about changing things because I've got a job in my family. No, changing things spiritually. Hey, you see, men like Moses, he was, Moses was born a deliverer to deliver the nation. Then you are also born a deliverer to deliver that family. You are, you don't know what you have done for your family now, up to now. You don't know what you have done. The demons which you were, were binding that family for years, now they can't play in your family anymore. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. The demon which were causing trouble even in your village, they can't operate anymore because of your prayers. Because the more you are doing this, the more you are growing spiritually, the more you are taking over. Hey. Hallelujah. Amen. Child of God, the call in you, you are called to be dangerous. You are called to be a blessing. You are called to be a blessing. The kind of Abrahamic call where God calls Abraham, say, Abraham, leave your family and your household. 
on this call, Abraham. I'm setting you apart. I want you out of your family. Your family won't understand you. I'm about to do something great, and I'm about to I'm about to touch generations through you, Papa Abraham. Hallelujah. I'm trying to tell you, child of God, if it's going to take other decades and other generations to come before Jesus Christ come back, your children are going to enjoy the blessings of your prayers. Your grandchildren are going to enjoy the blessings of your prayers. It's going to be happening. You know, sometimes, you know, I'm in this service at the clinic and I'm saying, receive your car, receive your house, I receive my car. And they're doing that. I can see this old lady and God said that this one, the car is about to manifest on the, in the families. The family due to this prayer, God said, due to the, this prayer, this family of this grandmother you are seeing, it will not be the same. And God said that sometimes he's saying what he doesn't know, but through this prayer, I'm touching the whole generation. Is the same thing that God is doing with you. He has touched a lot of things. Hallelujah. We are called to be a blessing. We are called to be dangerous to danger. Dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. We are called. That's why this call, we have to maintain it. We have to protect it. We have to increase the momentum. And we have got that opportunity. That's why we are doing what we are doing. Hallelujah. Anyway, because of time this evening, I want us to prepare to go and sing unto God tonight, wherever you are. As you are just going to pray and thank God for the call of God in your life. Ask God for strength to nature the call. That you may be, rest- be faithful unto the call. That's what I want. I, I, I'm not asking God for much. If God can just maintain the call and increase the call in our life. That's all I want. I want to do this until we go to heaven. I don't want, to, I don't want anything that will, that will end up saying, I find myself saying that I'm out of it. I want to this more. Jesus, we want this more. We want to be in your presence more. We want to serve you more. We want to pray more. We want to, want to have the deep hunger. Deep hunger for God. Wherever you are, let us prepare to go and sing unto God. Mantali kratuska paikedi bahagida. Let's go and sing unto God. Listen to this. We praise. We praise. 
Tonight we share the powerful word of God and the powerful testimony there. I wish we could have gone through those verses, but you're not going to be able to. They are so powerful. The revelation which is there, it is so wonderful. I wish we could have gone through those. It's just that there was uh, something that we are addressing and had to address tonight to address about our call, your call. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, someone, let me say, tell you this, someone now can see, you know, because the more we are spending our time in the presence of God, praying, doing what you are doing, the glories begin to build in your life. It's going to build in your Amen. life. The anointing is going to build. The stressful is increasing. And somebody may, 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 may see you walking and they say, seeing that beaming, I say, Hey, when you have got a call, don't be surprised. Hey, when are you a pastor? Hey, you are, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. It's because there is a true call. Because the more you build this, some many people will begin to know this sooner or later. Don't worry about it. It's the result of that. It's the result of doing what you are doing. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. It's the results. And many people will begin to notice the, 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 the anointing in your life. It is going to be noticeable. Even the day you begin to pray for somebody and it's healed, I'm telling you today, don't be surprised. I receive. I receive. You don't even... It, this is, you don't have to... It's going to happen automatically. Don't worry about it. Even the day that you you cast out a demon, don't be surprised. Amen. Don't be surprised. Amen. You know, uh, 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 it's a result of what we are doing. It is Amen. impossible not to, to, to walk like this and don't be able to cast a demon. It is impossible to walk, you know, you know, yes, to be walking together like this and you won't be able to pray for the sick. It's going to come to you naturally. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Just that I don't want to talk much about it, but it is there for your enjoyment. It is there. Amen. It is there for your enjoyment and for your working and for our walk with God in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway. 
Uh, I want to just remind us tomorrow our 10 days and uh, 10 days prayer and fasting is starting officially tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow, to just to say tomorrow, we're just saying it tonight, midnight. It's about to start. Uh, I think I have uh, said much about it. I'm not going to say anything about it. It is just as it is. What we have talked about, anybody who needs the clarity, they will ask maybe in the inbox and we will talk about it. But 10 days is starting to, uh, in a few hours. Let's get ready for it. Let us eat our last meal, perfect meal tonight. Those who consider what they're eating now a perfect meal. And they will be planting a seed for this coming 10 days and we shall see God in the name of Jesus. And during the 10 days of prayer and fasting, the pool of Bethesda will be stirred. And uh, Amen. even those who are partnering, I will be able to, I want to pray for you when the anointing is too much so that uh, I want to mean, I'm somebody when I pray for somebody, I mean what I say. I'm not just praying, I mean it. Amen. Then that's why during that time Amen. I want to pray for you and we will be praying for each other also on these 10 days, prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Amen. Then let us get ready for that. It's 10 days starting tomorrow. And tomorrow night we have got a night of intense prayer. We're going to pray for at least two, two hours. It's our biggest prayer in the week. Let us get ready for it tomorrow night. Anyway, there may be someone tonight who wants to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash your Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. From today. From today. I am born again. I am born. I am saved. I say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Then this, uh, what has been happening? I want to just give a testimony based on this, uh, on the devotion that we have been sending. I think we send the last message today. It is talking about this. Uh, actually, let me just read it for you what we have sent out there. Sometimes God performs a miracle in your life, but not for you. As he's performing a miracle, is so that the whole world may know how powerful is your God. When you testify about that, what you have done. Hallelujah. And the scripture reading is from John 11, verse number 4. When he has said this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end to death. No, it is for the glory of God. Glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. And maybe what is happening in my life is not because of me. 
but it's a sign and a wonder to encourage someone. I think last week I, I might have attended about two interviews. This week I've attended two interviews. Then today during the day, another interview, another one just called and said, hey, can we schedule an interview for you tomorrow? I said, ah, okay, yes, there is a third one this week. But like I said, I'm saying this just to testify that this has been happening. And uh, I don't know, you, you see, can you do five interviews for in two weeks, what for? It's, you know, so, no matter what, we're just doing these things, hallelujah. Amen. But sometimes it is to encourage someone because we are prayer partners, we are praying together. You may be wondering, where is God? What is he doing? Uh, I'm telling you, he's busy here. He's busy in my life. And if God is busy next door, then that you are the next in line in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, let us share the grace. Say me the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. Say surely goodness and love. Shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' name. Have a blessed night in Jesus' name. So much. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. 
Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. Counselor. Counselor. Mighty God, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Everlasting Father, I love you so much. I love you so much. Say, Wonderful Holy Ghost, Wonderful Holy Ghost, I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my heart. Teach me your word. Teach me your word. Reveal to me. Reveal your divine revelations. Your divine revelations. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three comes together in my name, Jesus Christ said that there I am in their midst. Also this evening, know that yes, you are. we are in the presence of God. We are in the glory of the Lord. Jesus Christ is here. The Holy Ghost is here. God Almighty is here. We are in the presence of God. You know, I just wanted to say this tonight. Um, you know, you cannot pray like this. And you cannot spend your time like this. And uh, God does not want to use you. Most of the time, when you find yourself praying the way that you are praying, the way we are praying, studying the word that you are studying, or that you are studying, is because the call of God is on your life. It is because God has called you to do so. And the Spirit of God is enabling you to do so. There are certain things that an ordinary person cannot do. An ordinary person cannot do, cannot, cannot pray that way. They will pray for five minutes and they keep quiet and they say, hey, you know, there are some people who, who even leave some of the group and, and you know what is their excuse. They go like, those people are praying too much. They are praying too much. That's why I can't stand the prayer. It's too much prayer. It's because there is no, maybe there's no call on that person's life. That's why there's no edge for the things of God. 
to some they'll say oh, no we are leaving that group you know the problem they this word of god is too much there word of god word of god some they say hey you know they are fasting too much <laughs> you know they say they are fasting too much you know hey after this fasting is another fasting another fasting hey some they say that hey those people services services in the morning service in the afternoon service in the evening service in the eve in the midnight imagine who can do that when you hear somebody talking like that know that there's no call on their life there's no call of god in their life that's why they can't stand this kind of lifestyle but when there is a call of god on somebody's life they feel like more of prayer they even feel like maybe this is not yet. They still feel like, can we pray more? Can we fa- can we be fasting more? Can we can we be studying the word of God more? Because this thing, it is no longer you who need it. It's no longer you who want to do it. It is God in you and the Holy Ghost in you, giving you the desire and pushing you to do it. Pushing you to do it. Some of us, you know, when we have. Uh, when you have, uh, when we are, because usually in a normal day, if I start, if I, if, if possible, if I start my prayer, my prayer for this service, I don't start praying at half past. Usually I'm starting by 20 past five, I'm ready in prayer, some of us. If I'm starting praying at six, I feel like I'm late already. I mean six, when the service is starting at half past six, I can't, I feel like I'm late. I feel like I'm late. I should have started earlier. To some of us, this thing is in us. To some of us. But you know what this is all about? It's a call of God in our lives. It's a call of God in our life. When there's a call of God in your life, you have been called to do certain activities for God. You have been called. When God calls you to do certain activities for him, he gives you the edge from within. He gives you the edge from within that when you do what God wants you to do, you feel fulfilled. When you don't do it, you can't feel okay. I can't imagine not being in one of these services. I can't imagine. You know, I know some of the Fridays, sometimes I'm flying uh, out from here, flying into Joburg. And when I'm flying in that day because of the time of the flight, you find that it's clutching with the time of the service. Sometimes I'm not going to be, I'm not able to be vocal like this, but I'm able to listen sometimes. But if sometimes, you know, I'm in the plane, sometimes, yes, I will try to pray in the plane, but it's not, but I don't want that kind of a thing. I want to be there. I want to be there. That's why I long to be. And when I miss it like that, I feel like, oh, even the day, let's say during the day, maybe I've got a meeting. My schedule is tight. I've got meetings sometimes. Sometimes I'm I'm running the the interviews for for the for this engineering council of South Africa. I'm running. I've got candidates. I can't attend the service because I'm running the interview. I mean, even the 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 the, the follow up service and the, even just to listen on the mid midday twelve midday service. I can't. Then. And it's not that I don't want to attend that service. I want to be there. But if I don't attend that service, I feel like something is missing on me. 
I feel like something is missing because I'm so attached to this lifestyle of being in the presence of God. Amen. You know, some of us, when we started these things, when we started to do these things, uh, you know, some people, they thought we were crazy. We were crazy because I didn't start this now. We didn't, st- some, we didn't start these things now. We started these things long time ago. Long time ago, I will be having the service just in, a, in, my, in my house. Sometimes it's just two of us. There was not even the live service back in the days when you're having these prayer service sessions. It was just two of us, and we pray for hours. And we teach the word of God for two of us. Two of us. Then that's why some of the people, when they, they saw us, they would say, why, where is this person coming from? We never see him in this church. We never see him on that church. Where have, you been, where have they been growing? Where have been they spending the time of God, the time in the presence of God? Can't you know? It was a lifestyle. Sometimes we are doing this fasting, just two, two of us. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Because this thing must be in you. It's a lifestyle. It is not a, it's not, listen to me, it's not a church thing. It's not a church thing. It's a lifestyle. It, it must be a personal lifestyle. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then by developing this prayer life, this system, we are, we are creating a man of God in you. A woman of God in you. You can't pray like this and you're not a woman of God. You can't you can't do these things and you're not a man of God. It's impossible. It is impossible. And then when we see some of the people, you know, when you're doing these exercises, we're trying to see those who God have called. We're trying to see God, those of God. Those who are called by God, they will stick. But those who are not called by God, they won't tolerate this. To those who the call of God is on, they will stick to those prayers. When we are saying like tomorrow, we are starting with our 10 days prayer and fasting. Tomorrow we are studying. They will stick. Tomorrow we have got intense prayer. Those who are called by God, they will stick. Those there's no call of God, they will feel like it's not important. Don't worry about it. This is how it is. The Bible said that many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, few are chosen. When I'm talking about this, you know, I remember. I remember the Bible talks about Gideon. The Bible said that God gave a, a call to Gideon to do a certain work of God. When God called Gideon, the Bible said that Gideon, when the angel of God appeared to Gideon, the angel of God said to Gideon, Oh, man of valor, man of valor. That's, you know, the Bible said that Gideon used to think he was the least in his family. He's the least from the least tribe. But God, when God looked at Gideon, he did not see someone small, but Gideon think that, no, he's small. He's come from the least tribe. But uh, God was seeing something big that Gideon is going to do. God was seeing something big that Gideon is going to do. And the Bible said that one of the time, when the time has arrived, God said that, okay, 
unto Gideon. Gideon, um, you are about to fight. Go choose yourself an army to go and fight with. Choose yourself a what? An army to go and fight with. And the Bible says that you, Gideon, there were about 20,000 men who were with Gideon. 20,000 men. God said that you are too many. God said that you are too many. The way you are, you are too many. You are too many. I don't want many people to win this war. Otherwise, you will think it was not because of God. It was because how many you were. And the Bible says that, uh, you see, when what I'm quoting is found in the book of Judges chapter 6. Let us just read verse number 12. The Bible says that when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, the Lord said, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. If the Lord is with us, why all this is happening to us? Where are all the wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said that did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and has given us into the hands of the Midian. The Lord turned to him and said that, Go in the strength that you have. Save Israel in the hands of the Midian. And the Bible says, verse number 15, Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Hallelujah. Yay! You are hearing about, we are hearing about the call of Gideon. God is saying that Gideon... You've got, got an assignment to destroy the clan of the, uh, the, the Amalekites, uh, the Midianites. But the Bible said that Gideon is that is the least. And God says that I will go with you. And the Bible said when you go later, you will hear that there were about 20,000 soldiers who were going to war with Gideon. And uh, God said that, uh, Gideon, you are too many. Go to the river. As you pass through the river, those who are going to drink the water like dogs, those are the soldiers that you're supposed to go with. Out of 20,000, the people who were drinking water like dogs were only 300. And so, yes, now the 300, these are the, the army that qualify to go and destroy the Midianites. The rest, let them go back. I don't want them. And the Bible said that indeed, only 300 went with Gideon. And miraculously, God gave Gideon miraculous, wonderful victory. I'm trying to say, child of God, you are, where you are, you are called. If you find yourself praying like the way you are praying, you are called. It's only by the call of God. It is only God who can call you and give you the ability the way you are the way you are praying. It's only the call of God that can give you the ability to fast the way you're supposed to, the way we will be fasting. It is only God who can call you. Call you in order to listen and to study the word of God the way we are doing. 
not by flesh. You know, in from the beginning, from the beginning, uh, even when we became a ministry, it became so clear to me that, you know, not everybody, anyone who comes close, it is only by the call of God. Nobody can stick close to me, but they're not, if not by the call, the call of God. Nobody. Amen. Nobody. It is just the truth. I don't want to say much, but I can tell you the truth. In the ministry, um, you, it doesn't matter whether you, I, I call somebody because they are my relative. They won't stick because nobody sticks on this ministry because they say, he's my cousin. Nobody does that in this ministry. From the beginning, we have tried it. It doesn't stick like that. Only those who God have touched their hearts and put something in them or he have got something for them by what? By the call of God. Then the, when I see you praying the way you do, God told me that, yes, you, you have got a call of God in your life. You know, so don't wait until I say, hey, well, Lazarus, God is going to use you. God is using you. No, he's already using you. Meet like God is already using you. Amen. See, is everyone to mention the names I will be just mentioning. Mama, mm. you can't be here if not by the by the by the call of God in your life. It is by the call of God. Then when I see those kind of people, is I know that. There is a call of God which is so strong in their life. Amen. We walk with God because of what? Of the call of God. That's how we walk with God. Otherwise, if it was not because of the call of God, we would have stopped long time ago. The Bible says that, you know, when Jesus Christ have died, when Jesus Christ have resurrected, when Jesus Christ have went to heaven. The Bible said one day, Peter and John were going to the house of God to pray. As he went, they were going to the house of God to pray. Uh, the Bible says that uh, as they were on their way there to pray in the, in the gate called Beautiful, there was a certain man who was, uh, who was crippled from birth. And due to that he was crippled, he used to live by begging. He was a beggar. But the Bible said that when Peter saw him, his heart was touched. As his heart was touched, the Bible said that, he said, he said that um, silver and gold have I none. As he was asking for money from Peter and John. And said, such as I have, I give unto you. Rise up and walk. And the Bible said that the man who was crippled at the gate, uh, gate called Beautiful. He could not walk up, stand up and walk immediately, but he helped him with the hand and began to jump up and begin to walk and begin to dance and he was healed. And that miracle, the Bible said many people gave their life to Jesus Christ with the first message about two to three thousand gave their life to Christ. The holes, that was the beginning of the great revival. One of the great revival in the book of Acts. And the Bible says that due to that, they begin to arrest Peter. Say that Peter and John, you don't have to speak in the name of Jesus Christ. As that has happened, 
They had a meeting. These were the leaders, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. As they were having the meeting, the Bible says that. As they were having a meeting, the Bible says that they were trying to stop them. One of the men by the name of Galileal says that, no, you must not stop them. If it is God, you will be fighting, only finding yourself fighting with God. You won't be able to stop them. But if these things is by their own doing, they are going to stop. They are going to keep quiet. If it is by their own effort, they are going to stop. It is by their own doing. They are going to stop. Don't disturb them. This is, before, there were another group of people who were following certain men. Sooner or later, they keep quiet. But if it is God, you won't be able to stop them. I'm trying to say, child of God, the things of God, nobody can stop it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. If there is a call of God in your life, nobody can stop you. Not even a demon can stop you. Not even a witch can stop you. Not even a sickness can stop you. If you have got a real call of God in your life, you are unstoppable, no matter who tries. Because anyone who will be trying to stop you, they will be only trying to stop God. Because when you've got a call of God in your life, it's like it's God himself having a certain mission to do certain things. Then anyone who begins to be trying to be against you is not really against you. Begin to be against God if there is a call of God in your life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. If there is a call of God in your life, nobody can stop you. Nothing can stop you. That's why the Bible said that. Jesus said that unto Peter. Peter, on Peter, on this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not overcome it. Jesus said to Peter, Peter, on this rock in you. Hey, after his death, after his resurrection, Jesus said, I will build my church and Satan will not overcome you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Remember, you are the church. Then Jesus Christ had said that he was in a mission to build a church in you. A church in you and me. A church in you. Remember, you are the church. In such a way that before he, he, he made you to be who you are, before he made you to be a Christian, to be a church, Jesus had already said. He said that, hey, as he made you to be a church, as he make you to be a church, no demon will overcome you. No tokolos will overcome you. No witch can overcome you. Nobody will ever, able, able, nothing will ever be able to stop us. As a child of God, you are unstoppable. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Nobody can stop you. No witch can stop you. No demon can stop us. Nothing can stop us because, hey, there is a call of God in our life. It is, it is not us. It is God in a mission. It's a God. It's God who wants to accomplish certain things. Anyone who will try to be against you, to be against us, they will find themselves against Jehovah. And the Bible says that, you know, 
when Jesus Christ was talking about it, that he talked about the rock. So that anyone, this rock, if it falls unto, shall grind him to powder. Anyone and anything that falls unto this rock, it will be broken to pieces. It will be broken to pieces. He's talking about the church of Jesus Christ. He's talking about what God has started in you. What God has started in us. Anyone, the Bible says that this rock, it will fall or fall and it will grind them to powder. Anything fall unto, it shall break unto pieces. Why? From the beginning, our master has made us to be more than the conqueror. To be more than victorious. To be dangerous to danger. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. In the making of us and killing you and giving us a mission and accomplishing what you want to accomplish, he said in the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse number 19. Let us read from verse number 8 in the Bible. He replied, I saw Satan fall like a lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Nothing will nothing will harm you. This is what Jesus Christ has said. Because in you there is God in a mission to accomplish certain things in your family. To accomplish certain things in in your country, to accomplish certain things all over the world. But he, in order to do that, he have called us. He have called us. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Say, I am called. I am called to serve Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Certain people there, they say that they are called to be a Sangoma. You see, this person is very, very beautiful. Sometimes this person is very, very beautiful. It's even an actor, maybe, in the in the national television. People admire this person. So now later the demons go and attack this person, attack this person, and they go, they say that ah, they submit to those demons. And they said that, hey, they are Sangomas. They are going to save demons. But our call is different. Our call is different. We are not called by demons. We are called by the Holy Ghost. We are called by God Almighty. Uh, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. I say we are called by what? By God Almighty. We are called by Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. You are called by Alpha and Omega. That's why the Bible says that you hear about a man like Apostle Paul saying in the book of Galatians, chapter 1, verse number 1 Paul, an apostle sent not from men, not by men, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father raised, who raised him from the dead. Apostle Paul said, he is called, and the one who have called him, it was Papa God, it was Jesus Christ. Also, our calling is the same. 
the one who have called you is Papa God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You are called. You are set apart. You are called in this generation. You are called in our days to live for God. You are called to, to, to pray the way you're about to pray. You are called to be the child of God. You are called to serve God in our days. God wants to do great things in our days through you. You may not be aware that what your prayers are doing. You may not be aware. You may not be aware. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You may not be aware what your prayers are doing, what you are fasting. You may not be aware. But I can tell you, child of God, you are called. You are not ordinary. You are set apart. You are called. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire, ja, 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 ja. I love the word of God. I love the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible talks about in the book of James chapter 5, verse number 17. The Bible says that Elijah was a human being, even as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain in the land for three and a half years. The Bible is telling you about one of the men of God who was called just, and the Bible doesn't say Elijah was special. The Bible said that he was a human being just as we are. I could even tell you that Elijah was not even born again. You are born again. He was not a human being as we are. You are great. Remember, you are coming from the new covenant that came through Jesus Christ, which in the based on the covenant, covenant, you are coming from the greater base than that of Elijah. But the Bible says, Elijah in the old covenant, in the old call, this man of God, the Bible doesn't say that he had a thousand others. The Bible doesn't say there was, a, there was a thousand. He was one man of God who lived a certain life for God, who prayed in a certain way, who dedicated this life for God. After dedicating his life for God, the Bible said, this man of God, he prayed earnestly. As he prayed earnestly, and the Bible said, it did not rain for three and a half years. The Bible doesn't say when, when many, many believers pray, one man of God prayed, could not rain for three and a half years. One man, he shut up heaven. One man. Oh, even when he got, hey, verse number eight in the Bible says, and again he prayed. He prayed, and heavens gave rain, and the earth produced crops. A call on one man. A call on one man of God. Someone who submitted to this holy call that we're talking about. He prayed, and something like this happened. 
That's why I'm saying, child of God, you alone, you are called. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You are what? You are called. You are loaded with power. You are loaded with anointing. We are loaded. We are not empty. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. We are not empty. We are loaded with power that in our generation, God wants to do great things. Then you hear what Elijah did in his time. One man with a call on his God. He did... He, he did remarkable things with no many, many others, alone by prayer. Alone he prayed, could close heaven and he can open heaven. One man. Child of God, you are called. And uh, like I told you, one of the things this call will do, yes, it will shift things in your life. It will shift things in your family. It will shift things in your village. It will shift things in your country. It is shifting things in our continent. It the prayers or our prayers are affecting the whole world. Whether you believe it or not, but it, I can tell you it is happening. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. By prayer, we have accomplished so much. Ah, uh, we have accomplished so much. Then that's why, you know, as a child of God, you know, as you're walking, allowing this call, allowing this call to take over your life, to take over your life, nurturing this call of God, becoming a lifestyle, becoming a habit. Hey, 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 you will end up accomplishing much, doing much through your God doing much, through your prayers. Amen. Through your prayers. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. People may not be aware of it. Don't worry about people. We are not doing this for people. We are doing this for what? For God. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We are not doing, this is not doing this, Ori. Hey, I want people to see my call. Uh-uh. Don't worry about it. Be big, be strong, yet nobody knows about it. And be dangerous, and yet nobody knows about it. They think you are an ordinary person, but you are not. In the spiritual realm, you have become a principality. Hallelujah. You are a principality. They look at you physically, they think you are a nobody. That's how Jesus was. Do you think the reason why they could, these Pharisees, and the teachers of the law could oppose him publicly. When you look at him physically, you might think this is the Lord. No, you could not think this is Jesus. That, that was the reason why they look at him physically. They thought, ah, ah. We thought he was going to be too big with a big body. But because the Lord was fasting, he was not having a big, big body. That's why they begin to argue with him. They are, you are not the son of God. They try to kill him because they think he's not. But that was the Lord in the flesh. Amen. And also, child of God, Amen. be too big. Hey, be, sometimes by this time you are too anointed. They don't know you are walking. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You are too, you are too loaded. 
the witches on the witches on your village they know about that you are anointed sometimes yes the, the witches they understand this that you are too anointed by now they know those in your province in your country they know that what your prayers are doing don't worry they know you in the spirit they know you in the spirit and you are too big they think you're nobody yes but based on this kind of life hey it's impossible in the spirit you are too big you have become a principality amen hallelujah amen. that's why this kind of a call and this kind of is not for everybody it's not it's not for everybody Amen. when you find somebody who can't do it yes they are not called let them go let until such time they've got they are called they will understand what you're doing but other before that we're not trying for them to understand we don't we're not Amen. only those who are called to change things in their family we're not trying to talk talking about changing things because i've got a job in my family no changing things spiritually Hey, you see, men like Moses, he was, Moses was born a deliverer to deliver the nation. Then you are also born a deliverer to deliver that family. You are, you don't know what you have done for your family now, up to now. You don't know what you have done. The demons which you were, were binding that family for years, now they can't play in your family anymore. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. The demon which were causing trouble even in your village, they can't operate anymore because of your prayers. Because the more you are doing this, the more you are growing spiritually, the more you are taking over. Hey. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen child of god the call in you you are called to be dangerous you are called to be a blessing you are called to be a blessing the kind of abrahamic call where god calls abraham say abraham leave your family and your household on this call abraham i'm setting you apart i want you out of your family your family won't understand you i'm about to do something great and i'm about to i'm about to touch generations through you papa abraham hallelujah i'm trying to tell you child of god if it's gonna take other decades and other generations to come before jesus christ come back your children are gonna enjoy the blessings of your prayers your grandchildren are gonna enjoy the blessings of your prayers it's gonna be happening you know sometimes you know i'm in this service at the clinic and i'm saying receive your car receive your house i receive my car and they're doing that i can see this old lady and god said that this one the car is about to manifest on the in the families the family due to this prayer god said due to the this prayer this family of this grandmother you are seeing it will not be the same and god said that Amen. sometimes he's saying what he doesn't know but through this prayer i'm touching the whole generation it's the same thing that god is doing with you he has touched a lot of things hallelujah we are called to be a blessing we are called 
to be dangerous to danger, dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. We are called. That's why this call, we have to maintain it. We have to protect it. We have to increase the momentum. And we have got that opportunity. That's why we are doing what we are doing. Hallelujah. Anyway, because of time this evening, I want us to prepare to go and sing unto God tonight, wherever you are, as you are just going to pray. And thank God for the call of God in your life. Ask God for strength to nature the call, that you may be be faithful unto the call. That's what I want. I'm not asking God for much. If God can just maintain the call and increase the call in our life, that's all I want. I want to do this until we go to heaven. I don't want to. I don't want anything that will that will end up saying. I find myself saying that I'm out of it. I want to this more, Jesus. We want this more. We want to be in your presence more. We want to serve you more. We want to pray more. We want to want to have the deep hunger, deep hunger for God. Wherever you are, let us prepare to go and sing unto God. Mantali kratus kapai kedi bahagida. Mantala krata pashantala bayede. Let's go and sing unto God.
Tonight we share the powerful word of God and the powerful testimony there. I wish we could have gone through those verses, but you're not going to be able to. They are so powerful. The revelation which is there, it is so wonderful. I wish we could have gone through those. It's just that there was uh, something that we are addressing and had to address tonight to address about our call, your call. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, someone, let me say, tell you this, someone now can see, you know, because the more we are spending our time in the presence of God, praying, doing what you are doing, the glories begin to build in your life. It's going to build in your Amen. life. The anointing is going to build. The threshold is increasing. And someone may, 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 may see you walking and they say, seeing that beaming, I say, Hey, when you have got a call, don't be surprised. Hey, when are you a pastor? Hey, you are, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. It's because there is a true call. Because the more you build this, some many people will begin to know this sooner or later. Don't worry about it. It's the result of that. It's the result of doing what you are doing. I don't know whether you're getting what I'm saying. It's the results. And many people will begin to notice the, 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 the anointing in your life. It is going to be noticeable. Even the day you begin to pray for somebody and it's healed, I'm telling you today, don't be surprised. 
Then this, uh, what has been happening, I want to just give a testimony based on this, uh, on, on the devotion that we've been sending. I think we send the last message today. It is talking about this. Uh, actually, let me just read it for you, what we have sent out there. Sometimes God performs a miracle in your life, but not for you. As he's performing a miracle, is so that the whole world may know how powerful is your God. When you testify about that, what you have done, Hallelujah. And the scripture reading is from John 11, verse number 4. When he has said this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end to death. No, it is for the glory of God. Glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. And maybe what is happening in my life is not because of me, but it's a sign and a wonder to encourage someone. I think last week I, I might have attended about two interviews. This week I've attended two interviews. Then today during the day, another interview, another one just called and said, hey, can we schedule an interview for you tomorrow? I said, oh, okay, yes, there is a third one this week. But like I said, I'm saying this just to testify that this has been happening. And uh, I don't know... If, you see, can you do five interviews for in two weeks? What for? It's, you know, so, no matter what, we're just doing these things. Hallelujah. Amen. But sometimes it is to encourage someone because we are prayer partners. We are praying together. You may be wondering, where is God? What is he doing? Ah, I'm telling you, he's busy here. He's busy in my life. And if God is busy next door, know that you are the next in line in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Anyway, let us share the grace. Say may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The, love of God. the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say surely goodness and love. Shall follow me. All the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Have a blessed night in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye bye.